I want to talk to you today about how to become a top performer in your sales job. The reason becoming a top performer really matters is because it will not only change your life, but it will improve the lives of the people closest to you for the better. As I'm sure you've realized, not everyone can become a top performer, but I'm confident you have what it takes because you're watching this video here right now. At my last company working in tech sales, they expected 50% of reps to hit quota, roughly 30% of reps actually hit quota. And in order to be considered a top performer and go to President's Club, you need to be in the top 5% of performing reps. Fortunately for you, my best year in sales, I earned $300,000 at age 26 as an account executive and finished in the top 5% of reps out of 1,000 reps because of four traits, my activity, my attitude, my skills, in my knowledge. I'm gonna share practical examples in each category here today so you can come away from this video thinking, okay, what can I actually focus on to perform better in my sales job? Smash the like button now to improve your next commission check. It's gonna go up, I promise you. Let's begin with attitude because that's the lowest hanging fruit and something actually in your control. I remember one day we had a company-wide Zoom meeting and the leadership got on and they said, hey, we wanna make sure everyone can work on their own terms, but we're inviting y'all back to the office. We're gonna do a hybrid work schedule and you have to come in the office three, four days a week. And I'm sure as you could imagine, this got mixed reactions and the chat was suddenly flooded with employees with their name on it, basically complaining and, and saying, hey, this is the worst decision ever and having the absolute worst attitude. And to me, it was so toxic and it was so disgusting. If I think about what makes a successful rep, and I know that there were a lot of non-salespeople on that call for a reason, but you as a sales rep, you are working with customers. Your ability to persuade, convince, and build a relationship is going to dictate your success in the job, ability to get them to buy, generate pipeline, and ultimately hit quota. So if you put yourself in the shoes of the prospect customer, would you rather work with rep A, who always has a smile on their face, who's energetic, who's engaging, who really seems to care about you, and isn't comparing themselves to others, is trying to uplift health others, and overall just a cool person? Or would you rather work with Rep B, who has that quota breath on them, who never smiles, who's low energy, who's really boring, who comes across as incredibly transactional? You would rather give your business to Rep A because they're enthusiastic and they simply have a good attitude and you control that. Having a good attitude will not only make it easier for you to work with customers, but it will make you more liked by your colleagues and it will set you up for greater success. And what my attitude actually looked like is I always wanted to be the person who got in the office the earliest, who left the latest. I always wanted to be the person who celebrated the return to office. I always wanted to be the person that found pride and satisfaction in putting in as much volume and effort and activity as they possibly can. We're gonna get to activity shortly. So that's what it looks like is, hey, I have a can-do attitude. I'm here to advance the company mission forward. I'm a good teammate. I'm energetic. I'm positive. I have a smile on my face. I'm not complaining about things I can't control. And ultimately, if you embody what I've talked about in this section, I promise you, you'll be more successful instantly. Next, let's talk about skills. So as you think about will and skill, will is your work ethic, that's your attitude, everyone can control that, that's the easiest thing to do right now, but your skill is something that you develop over time. You don't just watch this video or snap your fingers and instantly you have all the skills in the world, but I wanna break skill down into pipeline generation and pipeline health. Because whether you're a sales development rep, an account executive, whatever you're selling, you need to attract more customers to speak with and you ultimately need to close those customers. So as we look at the most important skills for pipeline generation, that's gonna be outbound prospecting. So primarily territory planning, 
identifying customers to call upon, what accounts do I reach out to, how do I find the buyer personas within those accounts, and of course there's tools to help with this. Next, how do I engage with those customers? I need to cold call them, I need to email them, I need to send them direct messages on LinkedIn. Next, pipeline health. This is managing your pipeline. So if you know you have a quota of $100,000, you know that you need at least three, four X pipeline coverage to have a chance of hitting quota that quarter. And then you look at the actual deals that make up your pipeline. Okay, what stage in my sales cycle are they in? Are they still in discovery? I still have this introductory meeting. Are they in solution presentation? Am I giving a demo? Are they in business consideration? Am I negotiating? Have I gotten the vendor of choice? Do I now need to go through the procurement, the legal process, put together a mutual success plan? There are many, many skills from the very start of trying to get a meeting to the very end to actually getting the signature closing the deal. So I want you to think about those skills I just outlined and there's hundreds of other videos on my channels that break down especially the cold calling, the cold email and the prospecting so you can go find them on my channel. Next, activity. Activity is super important because you do not need to have skill to put in more volume. I learned this from Alex Hormozzi if you identify whoever is most successful on your team, whoever is generating the most meetings, has the most pipeline, booking the most demos, track them on your sales dashboard, not to compare yourself to them, but to look at whatever they're doing and decide consciously to put in at least two to three X the activity level. So if they're making 50 calls a day, you're making 100 calls a day. If they set six meetings in a week, your goal is to set 12 meetings a week. Whatever they're doing, Aspire to do twice as much as them and only focus on that. Only focus on the activity and the volume element because it, that's why they say it is, is a pyramid at very different stages. You know that if you have 100 people that you get on a cold call, you'll have an answer rate of let's say 10%, 10 live conversations, set rate of let's say 50%, five set meetings, show rate of 20%, okay, one person who shows, and then a conversion rate of 50%, so 0.5. So you make 100 calls, to ultimately get 0.5 opportunities. So you need to start making 200 calls. You need to start making 300 calls. Whatever it looks like to increase your top of funnel activity, that is the quickest way to be successful in whatever it is you're doing. And believe me, that was my strategy. I just decided, hey, I'm not the most talented. I don't get paid for my looks. I don't get paid for my connections. I don't get paid for my experience. I get paid because of my work ethic, because I'm willing to do Scratch that. I want to do what other people do not want to do or are unwilling to do, and that is the quickest way to separate yourself in your sales career. And then finally, knowledge. Knowledge could mean a lot of things to a lot of different people. To me, it means you understand your product intimately, you understand your industry intimately, you understand your competitors intimately, and you understand your customer buyer persona intimately. I would recommend starting with your product. You do not wanna come across as over technical, but you need to really understand your product, the benefits, and then that starts to parlay into, well, how do the benefits compare to my competitor's weaknesses? How does that then parlay into my customer? Well, the buyer persona, what do they actually do on a day-to-day -day basis? As a salesperson, I know exactly what I'm doing. 
But do I actually know what a day in the life of a human resource professional looks like? Hey, probably not. Okay, let me go read an industry article to understand the broader industry landscape and what is going on. If I'm selling into financial services, it's probably important to know that SVB Bank just collapsed and all these banks are dealing with rising interest rates. Really important to understand what's going on and the more you have in your arsenal by way of knowledge, the more valuable you are on the phone with your customers. So for example, when I'm a young 20s account executive and I have a meeting with a 51-year-old banking executive that I can look at their salary publicly and they make a million dollars a year, why are they taking an hour out of their day to meet with me? It's because they view me as a specialist, as an expert in this particular domain we're talking about. So you need to show up as the expert and that can only happen when you invest and you really understand the knowledge. In summary, in order to be a top performer in your sales job, these are proven. You need to have a great attitude, you need to up-level your skills, you need to put in massive levels of activity, and you really need to invest in your industry research. I hope you enjoyed today's video. If you found value, hit the like button now. I've linked resources down in the description below if you're interested in starting a sales career or if you're interested in learning what I know by way of cold calling and different prospecting activities, up-leveling, promoting. I'll talk to you in the next video. Bye.